Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it, and actually going on to thrive. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi guys, you're so welcome back to another video on NarcCon. So on this channel, for any new subscribers or anyone viewing for the first time, on this channel, we believe in educating ourselves in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder, which I always believe and say is driven by a darker energy. Um, we believe in educating ourselves because understanding what we've been through helps us heal and avoid this personality type going forward. Guys, today I'd like to look at an aspect of what happens to us in a narcissistically abusive relationship. Um, it's something to look out for and in your understanding of it, you may spot it easier going into other relationships in the future. So it's a very simple principle and that's why I believe sometimes we overlook it because it's happening to us in a very subtle way with a narcissist. And it happens over time. So we often miss the red flags of what's happening. And it's very understandable that we would. We'd want to really understand narcissism and have a really good view of ourselves and be very self-sufficient in providing our own needs to avoid this technique going forward. So let's get into it. It's based on hopes and fears. And there's an old saying about your hopes and your fears. So we're all very familiar with that. These two emotions or these two principles, what we hope for in life, our dreams, our hopes, our needs, our desires, coupled with our fears, our fears of loss, our fears of not having what we want, our fears of going forward, our fears of challenging ourselves, and basically really our fears of loss. The narcissists are very aware of the basic, the basic drivers in humans. So they're able to instinctively know the power that these two driving forces hand in hand, manipulated and pulled along together, can actually be the reins to control an individual. Now, do they know that they're doing this? Do they say, now I'm gonna you know, trigger their hopes and trigger their fears? No, they don't. But they know from past experience, from learned experience in their choice to control the world around them in order to defend their true self. They know that this works because it's worked and they've tried it before. So instead of empathising with people and instead of working with people, they manipulate people. So how do they do it? 
We're all very, very familiar at this stage with the first stage of the narcissistically abusive cycle, and that's the love bomb. So the narcissist will very quickly, with a series of questions and a series of manipulations, and actually instinctively pick up on an individual's vulnerabilities. And guys, just because you got into a narcissistically abusive relationship doesn't mean that you're a flawed individual or that you have deep problems. Everybody, I believe, every human being has something that's happened in their childhood, in school, in their early working years that has triggered a vulnerability in them. So Yes, some of us have more vulnerabilities than others and it can be picked up quicker because we're givers or we're more open or we wear our hearts on our sleeve or for, for whatever reason, we're much more attractive and juicy to the narcissistic individual. Having said that, the narcissist will quickly pick up on people that they can manipulate easily or people that are interesting to manipulate They'll pick on highly intelligent people. So don't be fooled into thinking that you were a fool to have been conned by a narcissist. You didn't know that the narcissistic personality actually existed or you did know and got taken in by a narcissist that used a different technique on you. So they pick up very quickly on what your main core vulnerability is in relation to your desire, your deepest desire, um, your lack, a lack in you, a lack that going forward can be more filled up by you yourself. But the narcissist picked up on what was lacking in you at the time. Now, this could have been as simple as loneliness, as simple as you grieving the death of a loved one. This could be as simple as you never having had a family um, your family being very dysfunctional and wanting a family of your own or just wanting uh, to get married or wanting financial stability. Whatever it is, they will pick up on and they will come across as the hero victim person who you'll be very attracted to because being an empath or being empathic or being a normal human being, um, we don't even have to use titles like empath. You will be very taken with this individual who offers to fill that lack in you, that lack that you're feeling in that situational circumstance at that particular time that a narcissist happens to cross your path. Unfortunately, you will see it as a fortunate thing going forward when you are healed from this. And I don't mean that to be triggering, but coming out of it, you will be stronger. And I always say this in the videos because it's really important to know when you're putting the work in that it's worth it going forward. OK, so the narcissist hooks you in on the lack within you or in your deepest hopes, dreams and desires. They offer to fill this for you and they intensely concentrate on filling this for you. And that's not normal, guys. A healthy person doesn't see this as a currency, doesn't see your hopes, dreams and desires as a currency. They would work on mutually fulfilling, you know, your dreams and desires and their dreams and desires going forward but they wouldn't be wanting to take advantage of you by manipulating you, by providing you, 
intensely with something that you desire. So just be aware of that. Anyone that concentrates on you too much, too intensely, too quickly in the beginning of a relationship, it's a red flag. So going forward, you can maybe pick this up and also do some self-work to see where is the lack in your life? What are you vulnerable you know, to? And see if there's a way that you can fill that gap up within yourself in other ways. So guys, they hook you in with that. Um, it's a very pleasurable experience and it's a very completing experience and it can be a very illusion, illusionary healing experience in that you feel completed, you feel the lack has been filled and you feel unassociated with this person. So you bond to them very intensely. On the other hand, the narcissist is pulling the other rein and getting to know you better. Getting and building a trust within you. So you associate them. They've given you something you've really wanted. And just think about this, guys. Think about any situation in your life where someone gives you something that you've really wanted and it's made you feel absolutely fantastic and you do feel a gratitude and a love and a trust for that person because they've gone overboard to make you happy and they have made you happy. So you associate good things with that person and good things with that person builds a trust with that person and it bonds you to that person. You feel that person has your back. So when they start pulling the other rein and they've gotten to know you and gotten you to open up, they start pulling the other rein on your deepest fears. And that can often and often will be the insecurities about yourself, your unhealed wounds from childhood, your perhaps feedback from toxic people that told you you weren't good enough or that um, people have maybe left you in the past. Maybe you were abandoned as a child. Maybe your needs weren't met. Maybe you weren't given the love and security that you needed um, to go into adulthood. As I always say, fully cooked. There was a bit of cooking left to do. But you would have looked after. You would have looked after this business yourself going forward. The narcissist will have honed in on that. And that's a wound that as much as they give you your hopes and desires, they press that wound slowly. They'll have a look at it. They'll assess it. They'll bring it out into the open a little bit more. And any time they feel a lack of control over you, like you will become very empowered when you're getting your hopes and needs met. Your confidence will grow. You may decide to maybe explore your life a bit further and take up a, a, um, a hobby or something you're passionate about, which will threaten the narcissist's control because they want to isolate you and keep you within their full validation so that you're not getting validated from any outside force because that threatens their control. So if any of you have ever taken up a hobby or done something like that, that's apart from the two of you, when you're in this relationship with a narcissist, the narcissist is initially, you know, encouraging of you to do it. 
but there's always a problem with the timing of it or they want you to do something when say you're due to go to a class it threatens them guys it threatens them you doing something on your own for yourself that they haven't initiated or have control over so be aware of that dynamic so guys, they will start to, once they've built your trust, once once they are your principal and chief validator, once you associate your happiness with them and not with yourself, they will start to hone in on that, that wound, whatever that wound is. And they will make you fearful of it. They will they don't like you being that overconfident person. So in order to pull you back more under control, they'll bring up the kind of the wound. They'll throw it in there a bit like um, maybe a mini discard where you're if you're afraid of abandonment or people have always left you or you feel, you know, people have you feel loss in your life. A mini discard will bring you back under control because you would fear losing this person that means so much to you and if they have a critique of you or if they have a criticism of you because they fulfilled your hopes you listen to it on the fear rain because you believe they have your best interests at heart this person only has their own best interests at heart they're controlling you by this illusion that they care for you so they will focus and hone in on the reign of fear. And literally it is a reign of your own personal fear. So they will torture you in the prison without walls within your mind as to maybe you aren't good enough. Maybe you don't deserve what this great person has given you. Remember, other people found this fault in you. You've always put it to the side, not dealt with it, but always kind of felt that you'd overcome it. But really, is it that big? Is this fault within you that big? This person who loves you is now seeing it in you and they're pulling away from you and they're not happy with you. And you're having to work harder because you do fear that this fear of your own failure in yourself, this fear that you're not good enough, this fear that people always leave you, this fear within you that we all have within us because it balances us. It's the, interest, it's the introspection that we do on ourselves in order to improve ourselves. They press too hard on that fear so that they control you so that you look to them for validation that this fear within yourself isn't actually true. So the narcissist is all focused on you coming to them for validation in relation to everything so that you no longer trust in yourself. You no longer can sit down with yourself and have a balanced view of the world. The narcissist is manipulating your reality by pulling on your hopes and by pulling on your fears. So in essence, they take your life over, your identity over, your agency over. And you've placed yourself in their hands, 
in the hands, subtly and unaware, because when you saw the red flags, you may have looked on them. And we've we've talked about this in coaching with a good few people recently that we overlooked the narcissists. Red flags, things they did that we found very odd as idiosyncrasies within the person or quirks. It's just who they are. It's just um, a personality trait, an unusual thing that makes them unique, something to overlook. It is not something to overlook. Guys, going forward, we do not overlook red flags. These people are heinous manipulators, controllers, controllers of your emotional well-being, controllers of your life. They creep in, they're covert, they're very subtle, but they do destroy people. They do cause people to commit suicide. They do take years out of your life, years that you were put here for a purpose. Your life is important. The things you do in your life can have circular ripple effects on other situations in the world. So remember, you're important and the narcissist knows this and they know that if you're driven by wanting to do good in the world, by maybe caring about climate change, by maybe looking after animals, by maybe looking after your family, the narcissist takes you from doing what you should be doing in life, then that's dark because that's the dark forces of destruction, stopping good happening in the world. And remember, I'm not saying that we're all saints and that we all have this, you know, we've landed on earth as angels and that we want to do great things. But each person individually who isn't a narcissist, who's a human being, has the power to change themselves and the situation around them. If each person can live in their purpose and do what they were put here to do for the good of humanity and for the good of the world, then we have a much better world. Narcissists aren't interested in a much better world. They're much in, they're interested only in their much better world. And that's why if the world has too many narcissists in it, the world will be destroyed. They are, they work on the dark web. They work together. They work in communities. They, I will do another video on that, guys. It's getting, getting off topic. Just to complete this video, I would say going forward, be aware of getting your needs met by one person who intently targets you and tells you who you are. Anyone that feels entitled to critique you to a high degree is not entitled to do that. Go to someone who you admire, you admire outside of yourself, not within a relationship, if you really want a good critique of yourself. A person that concentrates on your faults is not someone who loves you. I know that they can come across as wanting to help you. So that's another one to look out for. If you haven't asked to be helped, 
don't accept a kind of a forced help from someone who is now seeing a lot of faults in you, whereas before they thought you were the most amazing person that ever walked the earth. That kind of change in someone going back to what they did see in you initially is not healthy. It's not balanced. It's someone who is pulling on the reins of hope and the reins of fear, the reins of overpraising and the reins of overcriticizing. And they are red flags. And that's the kind of black and white changeability of a narcissist. So if you have had that in a past relationship or if you currently have that in your relationship, have a good look at the person you're with and have a good look at yourself and where you're getting your validation from, your self-belief and what control do you actually have over your life. I'll leave you with that, guys. I hope that was helpful. But that is a two-pronged approach that the narcissist uses that's extremely par powerful, very hard to detect and really and truly can destroy people. So look out for that one. Have a blessed um, day and lovely weekend and I will see you early next week, hopefully, with another video. Take care. Bye, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.